This week's Four Questions Journalist Spotlight is brought to you by Lefts Atlanta Media, Atlanta's best journalist database. Subscribe at leftsatlantamedia.com. Welcome to another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We've got a, a double header today. We've got uh, the, the team from uh, Appen Media. Uh, we've got uh, Carl Appen, who is the uh, Director of uh, Content and Development, and uh, Sydney Dengermond. Did I say that right, Sydney? Close enough. Uh, close, close enough. All yeah, right, so, I did. All right, cool, cool. Who is the new uh, digital editor? Is that is that your correct title, digital editor? All right, cool. So what I want to do first, and and I've worked with the Appen folks for for years and years, and uh, it's one of the the stronger media companies around town. So Carl, tell me a little bit first about Appen Media. How long have you guys been around, and what are what are the products and media services that you guys are offering right now? For sure. So um, bread and butter and kind of like the, the start of App and Media uh, was, you know, weekly newspapers in North, in the, you know, North Metro Atlanta. Uh, started with the Alfred Roswell Herald, which my parents um, started operating in 89. Uh, and then they've kind of, you know, have, have expanded in years since uh, Milton Herald, Johns Creek Herald, um, Forsyth Herald all the way up uh, in coming. And then uh, my brother Hans is the publisher, and he started, you know, really kind of, kind of taking the wheel around 2010, 2011. Um, the reason I say that is because his, his, you know, addition to the weekly papers was um, we purchased uh, the Dunwoody Crier in a, a mid 2019 from, you know, the, the famous uh, Dick Williams. Um, and then Hans also started the uh, podcast network in 2018. Uh, which has changed a lot since then, but but is still um, operating on some different but full cylinders. Um, and then I kind of came on board early 2019 full time um, to launch a little bit more of kind of like the, the digital initiatives. I'm a I'm a newsletter nut. Um, I'm a big uh, web news site nut. Um, but of course, kind of at the end of the day, um, the bread and butter is is the papers that are that are going out. Okay, well that that's an excellent uh, kind of overview. So, um, so Sydney, tell me a little bit about about you and what your role is is in the paper, and and you are you've been there how long now? Well, I uh, was brought on as a freelancer um, when I was finishing up my degree at UGA in March or beginning of April, um, and then uh, Carl asked me to come on as digital editor um, in May. Um, and so I've just been getting my feet wet. I started full time back at the beginning of June. Um, so mostly I've been doing, uh, reporting, um, on the various areas, trying to get my feet wet in local government and kind of understand what's going on. Um, and very soon I'm going to be, uh, dipping my toes in the water of the, the digital side of Appen and, and uploading stories to the site and working with Carl to, to launch these newsletters that we're excited about. Um, and anything else that he points me in the direction of. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I mean, local local journalism journalism is so important, and uh, you know the ability uh, that you guys offer to be able to cover local government, I think, uh, is is a key thing uh, to keeping everybody honest and making sure that uh, our city functions well, right? Absolutely. So, w- what would you say? And, and Carl, you, you you jump in here too if you want. Uh, what differentiates Appen from not necessarily competitors, but other media companies in the market? 
Carl? Um, yeah, that's that's tough. Um, I'm trying. I'll. I'll well, let me, let me let me let me ask you this way: what what do you what do you guys look at as you know when you say here's what app here's what we want to do, here's what Appen wants to do in our community? What what do you talk about around the 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 newsroom table and say you know here's the kind of story that we want to to get to? Um, I, so I think I think a big thing, and and Sydney might be a little bit tired of me talking about it, but but my kind of my catchphrase these past couple of months has been uh, kind of being in the room. And I think that there's uh, a lot that, you know, when in kind of like the area, the era of these chain uh, newspapers, um, a lot of those chain newspapers are not in the room. Um, and I think that there we can there are lots of shiny, flashy things that, that local news can be trying to do. But at the end of the day, if you're not in the room, um, the, you know, whatever the product is that you're coming out is is. Um, is is already kind of handicapped and i think that's that's our big big focus and what kind of makes us stand out around here is that uh we try to be in the room as as much as possible so the and that's a great point you know the being in the room has gotten a little more challenging the last the last year or so right uh so how how have you guys adapted and how has that inability to be in the room all the time affected how you're able to deliver your products I, I will say, and this is, this is Sydney's story, so she might have something more on it, but I, I thought it was um, a, a really good portrait of it. Obviously, you know, covering city meetings that, you know, for, for the most part have been going virtual um, has been a blessing just because I think that we can be in more places at once. But uh, just to kind of show the value recently, there was um, Sydney is, is currently working on a story that she, I don't think, would have had if she was not in the room, actually, at least two in the past two weeks. Um, but in trying to, it is very easy for city officials and, and other officials uh, in our area to, um, you kind of make the handoff to the communications director, um, and you kind of have these emailed, emailed statements that um, can be useful for them, but, but a lot of times it takes being in the room and saying, I have been trying to get in touch with you and ask you this question. And I think that's, I, I was Sydney's two stories the, in, in the past couple of days have been a, a good image of that. Sydney, you want to elaborate on that at all? Yeah, it's just, uh, sometimes it's hard to get in touch with people. Um, everyone knows this uh, and it's easier to hide behind your computer screen and not answer your phone. Um, but if I show up at a city council work session and I look at you face to face and um, say, Hey, uh, let's set up a conversation. It's a little bit harder um, to live in polite society and say no to that. Um, but uh, it's also good. Um, Carl's talking about being in the room, um, letting them know that there's someone that's watching and <laughs> paying attention. Um, there was a city council meeting I went to a couple weeks ago where the big item was stormwater and, um, thousands of community members came to, um, and so after that item was over, um, everyone left. And so it was the city council, um, like the city officials, like the city manager and me, <laughs> the only person left in the room. <laughs> Um, and so uh, they ended up talking about some important things that, uh, that residents needed to know about. Um, so I'm glad that we were there. Are there particular stories that you want to cover for that your your geographic area of, of town that, that you think are, are kind of the big issues coming up? 
Um, well, right now, uh, really today, um, I'm working on a story about Johns Creek's new police chief. Um, and that has been a big issue for the city. There was some um, controversy over the last chief and um, all of that happened amid the pandemic and the uh, systemic issues in policing that were brought to light last summer. Um, and so this is kind of, it's a big deal for the local community. Um, I'm also working on a story about a local cemetery um, that's been getting vandalized um, that has, you know, some of the remains of our former slaves. Um, and so that's kind of, it's important to the community and uh, kind of any stories that that have been not getting covered. <laughs> right, right. So from a, uh, let's talk kind of from a digital versus print perspective. Are there things that you're, that you guys are working on that you're going to add or change about the product? I'm, I was looking at the website this morning and there's something subtly different about it, but I can't quite tell what's different about it this morning. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have made some, a little change in the format or not, but uh, it looks very clean today. Yes. So I, I, um, I kind of launched, so it kind of, it corresponded with when we bought the Dunwoody Crier. So historically the, the hair, all of the news from the Herald newspapers um, had always been on one site, northfulton.com. Uh, and then when we bought the Dunwoody Crier, we kind of had a few months of this weird time when we had to file stories to both sites and you weren't sure where, you know, where to kind of spend the most time. So my, my project and basically the, the during 2020 um, was sort of creating a central hub for, uh, you know, all five papers and the news, you know, and a little bit outside of those regions. Um, plus bringing in kind of the, the um, podcast, uh, you know, aspect to it. Um, uh, I'm not sure how, how far in depth, you want to go in terms of um, digital initiatives. I think that, that a big part of the, the website, so there was a lot of um, kind of refinement, but, but a big part of me is it was this, you know, kind of ancient site. And in order to roll new things out, it would have taken a lot of just development to kind of build on top. And so um, I kind of took the approach of get everything back to just sort of the, the really strong structure that kind of has these sockets where you can, you know, put, put these new um, little tools in there. Right. So in, in terms of uh, kind of how the, the flow is working now, is there, you know, say if I had a story for the Johns Creek Herald uh, versus the Milton Herald, are there different editors for each one or does that kind of off? So I, I think maybe an important distinction, uh, I, I kind of view them a little bit differently. The, the news is one product. Um, and I think I sort of correlate the Johns Creek Herald with, with the print weekly paper that shows up uh, at the driveway, you know, at, at every week. The idea with the site and sort of the, the, the newsletters and some, you know, local news podcasts, the idea with the site is that it's, it's more, um, it's an app and media story and it's an app and news story. Um, so, so the answer is no, it would not be for each individual paper. Obviously, the, the same way that kind of patchworks or, or other, um, you know, that, that cover just a, a, a whole bunch of areas, you can filter it down so you can go and see all of the Johns Creek news. But the idea is um, if we had a story about, um, you know, what Alpharetta was working on for T-Sploss, you know, coming up in November, uh, that affects Johns Creek. And so the idea is you wouldn't want to limit it 
to if you're in Johns Creek, you're only reading stories, you know, about the city of Johns Creek because um, we cover more stories as a news organization than is just in the Johns Creek Herald. It would be applicable to Johns Creek residents. Okay. So it kind of as a functional question, uh, if someone has story ideas for one paper or another, does that all filter through you or Sydney or either? How does that, how would that work? It, it's a good question. I think um, you, if it was, so for right now, if it was, you know, a, a Johns Creek story, Sydney's been primarily covering Johns Creek. Uh, if you had an Alpharetta story, um, it, I would imagine that most people would probably send it to Pat Fox just because they, they know him and they know his byline for so long. Right. Um, so the idea is that you would send it to the app and media newsroom. But that said, because so much of the reach is through these individual papers, there would obviously be there are still going to be a, a, a lot of people that would, would call Pat for an Alfred story, you know, as they should. And uh, so, so if I've got a Dumity story, for example, who, who would that, where would that go? So you would call Kathy Cobbs, who is, uh, is, this is <laughs> one of my favorite things. Uh, this is a new year's article from the Dunwoody crier from 1999. And it has a, a, um, Kathy Cobb's byline right on the front cover. So she has been she has been covering uh, Dunwoody for the Crier for um, an appropriately long amount of time. So it's, I like that story <laughs> just because I always, whenever I'm making decisions, I always kind of like have this upper left corner and say, okay, Kathy, you know, Kathy's saying, you know, you better not, you know, kind of mess this up for the Crier. Okay. All right. So Kathy for Dunwoody, uh, Patrick for Alfred Roswell, Forsyth, Forsyth Herald. Forsyth would be. That's one kind of hole that we have. Uh, Joe Parker is, is the um, editor and name of the Forsyth Herald, but uh, Joe Parker is really the editor of, of the Milton Herald. Um, right now, he, he covers in name Forsyth Herald. Okay. Uh, and Johns Creek? Johns Creek would, yeah, mostly be, be Sydney. Okay. And then Milton? Milton would be Joe Parker. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, I just want to make sure I've got – and, and that's because that's good information for for people who are watching this so they know, okay, who do I go to? That way they're not yep. going to the it, – it kind of saves you you guys time. You know, they're, they're not going to the wrong person and uh, for sure. wasting time. I mean, I'm sure you guys don't have a 600-person newsroom, so I'm sure it's, it's easy to – Right. It's easy to share, uh, but, you know, however we can make it easier, the better, right? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Sydney, anything else on, on kind of that perspective, on the digital perspective that we should talk about? Uh, nothing for me yet. Right. Um, <laughs> if you call me back in a couple of months, I'm sure I'll Yeah, have yeah. No. Well, it's funny because sometimes folks will say, well, yeah, I just started. Give me a couple of months and then we'll then we'll do right. this interview. But this, you know, I I, I felt like I hadn't talked to you guys in a while, so I really wanted to, to have no, this conversation. Um, so let's talk about podcasts because I know you guys, okay. Carl, you had mentioned that you guys had, had kind of made some tweaks in the podcast schedule and you, we were talking off camera earlier about one or two of the, the podcasts. So run me through the, the lineup and uh, we don't necessarily have to get into detail on each one, but let's give, cause you guys have a, a pretty deep podcast schedule here. For sure. So I, I think historically when Hans, when Hans kind of started the podcast network, his idea was um, almost very similar to a music label with the idea of, uh, you know, people could come when they had show ideas and, you know, we could help them produce it and, and kind of come up with some relationship. 
Um, I think that changed big time in, in early 2019 um, with the idea of, I took more of the um, less, less, less um, universal records, more HBO with the idea of, I really like kind of going out and um, finding like a specific story or a specific show or a specific theme that we like that we want to produce and kind of put on, um, which kind of all came to head with uh, Cadillac Jack, a uh, longtime host of, uh, you know, kicks uh, for, you know, 25 years in Atlanta, um, launched Cadillac Jack, my second act podcast, which is a biweekly show with, with uh, he and, and his wife, Donna, come into the studio. Um, this morning, uh, Ben Burnett was in the show for the Ben Bur It was in the studio for the Ben Burnett podcast. Uh, Cadillac Jack has sort of a little bit of an um, umbrella brand where there's Cadillac Jack, my second act. There's also a show uh, called Caddy Wagon, and it's sort of like a um, more family-oriented podcast version of Cops to where uh, he goes on the road with um, an Alfred, a police officer, and their uh, canine uh, sidekick. And so you get some, some audio from the police car and, and, um, you'll hear stops and then, you know, you come back into the car and, and caddy and, and the officer will kind of walk you through what just happened on the stop and, um, why it's important to do or not do certain things in certain areas. Um, and then also there's, uh, hustle, which is a little bit of kind of like a business oriented podcast again, under, um, kind of the Cadillac Jack label within, uh, the podcast network, which is pretty standard, uh, like boutique interviews with, um, you know, local executives. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the pages we're talking. So it, yeah, it, I was so focused. I'll, I'll drop in some text here too at the bottom, but appandmedia.com sure. uh, slash podcasts is a yep. way to go to, to see that. And of course, appandmedia.com for the, for the papers, uh, all the all the all the papers and whatnot in general, uh, and we'll mention that a couple of times here. Um, so, if folks want, if, the, if folks look at this and say, "Hey, I may have a guest or news or something interesting from one of those podcasts," uh, should they go through uh, one of you or or go direct go through? Uh, so I, I can just kind of rattle off anything that would be. Um you know, morning show, music industry, you know, could go to, you know, Cadillac Jack, which is Cadillac at AppleMedia.com. Uh, Preston is the host of uh, the George Politics podcast. So any sort of state level, um, anything from, you know, the, the Capitol could go to Preston Thompson, who's the host of uh, George Politics podcast. Um, trying to think, people probably wouldn't pitch things for drafted. Um, ben Burnett. Um, you know, is, is obviously either Ben Burnett show at, at appmedia.com or Ben at appmedia.com. Uh, and then kind of anything network level, um, would, would still go to Hans, uh, which is Hans at, at appmedia.com. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm looking at, um, like for example, yeah. And, and, you know, some, some of these shows sometimes are not necessarily guest appropriate but you know somebody like the right. lunch break the, the one about food that might be right you know, if someone's got a restaurant or an event if it's food related there might that might be interesting for for them and uh you know raising mommy obviously if someone's got mom related kinds of things and then north, yep. Fulton, north Fulton serves looks like a good one for for nonprofits in that area right too. yeah uh kimberly at appamedia.com and, and and jason at appamedia.com respectively 
For okay, for the uh, okay, wait. raising mommy and, and North Fulton serves. Okay, cool. All right, I'll figure it. Out. I'll I'll <laughs> note that. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> lots of you guys got lots of stuff, and I was excited a couple of years ago when I saw you were doing more of the podcasting because I I think that's a that's a growing segment, and I think it's I, really interesting. I I could talk a lot about it, and same with newsletters. I'm a little bit of a podcast nut. I will say. I think um, content writing or kind of like um, SEO focused blogging in like 1995 to where it's sort of like, I think audio wise, it's a little bit of a, of, I call it like the wild, wild west. Um, Cause historically people have sort of, you know, written blog style online content for so long trying to get, you know, in favor of capital B, capital S big search. Uh, audio is the same kind of thing. So if I Google, uh, on my computer, what's the weather like in Alpharetta or, or what happened, uh, what's going on in Alpharetta this weekend, you're going to see 100,000 websites that are kind of trying to like focus in on the people who are, are physically typing that. But as, as more uh, voice-friendly things kind of come into our houses, uh, come into our cars with Sonos and Chevy and that kind of thing, if you said, hey, Siri or hey, Alexa, you know, what's happening in Alpharetta this weekend, there are not 100,000 you know, blog sites that are kind of trying to focus in on that, that thing. So I think, like I said, that's, that's my audio elevator pitch. That's, I think that, that it's a little bit of the wild, wild west. Yeah, that's great. All right. So now we'll get to the, the, the lightning round a little bit. This yep. is sometimes the more challenging part of these interviews is I'm going to start with Carl since I've got you and then we'll, then we'll go back to Sydney. So Carl, what, what is something cool or fun about you that folks might not know about? Uh, and, uh, you know, could be, could be anything kind of fun and interesting that people are like, wow, I didn't know you did that. It's definitely a go-to. I, uh, I worked as a line cook through college. Uh, it basically a dive bar in the, in the wee hours of, of, of a dive bar, um, in, in a college town. So that's, that's my, uh, that's, that's my quirky background. All right. Uh, last book read. Um, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. All right. Uh, favorite, uh, local restaurant. That one's easy. I love uh, From the Earth in Roswell. From the Earth. Okay. See, I oh, get all yeah. kinds of – I get great, good places to go eat when I do these too. All right. Yeah, favorite – East from 400. Favorite guilty pleasure? Absolutely. Microwave nachos. Microwave nachos. Okay. All right. Yep. Local, local getaway. I know there's so so many. Got to pick one. All right, we'll come back to that. Okay. All right, favorite uh, non-work hobby? Um, making music, whether it's again kind of digital or or analog with with guitar and strings, or um, or keeping it online with with a little bit of, of GarageBand. All right, cool. All right, so I'm going to jump to city now, and if you come back to the uh, local getaway, we'll, we'll come back to that at the end. Okay. You, you can tell me what what the the local getaway is. All right, Sydney. So now you get the, the the challenging questions here. So something cool, fun, and different about Sydney that people might not know. Um, I was actually just talking to Carl about this the other day. I have been a member of the Save the Manatee Club since ah, okay. 2006. Um, it's super weird, uh, but I love the man. I'm actually I have my coffee in the my I love manatees mug today, um, and. Yeah, it was just like a school project in elementary school, and I adopted a manatee, and it's the best thing ever. Um, sophomore, you know, freshman year of college, I took a trip, and I went uh, snorkeling with the manatees, and uh, that was an incredible experience. So, so Crystal Springs down in Florida? 
Uh, yeah, homostasis. Yes. Homostasis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we we were down there last fall. Fun place. Oh, okay. Great. All right. Uh, last book read. Uh, the Hobbit. I just finished it. Huge. First time. First time. Mm -hmm. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Time to watch the movies now and ruin it. Yeah, yeah. It's a great book. The movie. Yeah. It's it's like there, there's a there's a page in the in the book where it says and there was a battle and Jackson yeah. they made like six hours of movies based on hey there was a battle. Let's That's what I hours. heard. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, favorite uh, local restaurant? Um, I have one for Atlanta. It's called El Tesoro, and it's a Mexican restaurant. And uh, I have dreams about the burrito I had there. So. Ooh, okay. Let's give credit. Where, where is that? Where is that located? Um, let me see. It's in Atlanta. It's half off of Arkwright Place. Okay. All right. People can find that. All right. Yeah. Favorite, favorite guilty pleasure? That's a hard one. I try not to feel guilty about all right. Uh, all right well then i'll jump to favorite uh, non-work hobby maybe that's a guilty pleasure um something i don't do as often as i would like but i love to snorkel um so much fun snorkeling with manatees without yeah, manatees. No, that's cool um and uh kind of you have a favorite local getaway um i just took a great trip to um tybee island and savannah and it was incredible coastal isles are awesome all right, Carl, I think uh, I've given you some time to think of your favorite local getaway. Have we come to a decision? Yeah, I would say uh, either previously named Locos in Alpharetta uh, would, would be my, my local getaway. Okay, very good. All right, so have we – so we, we've kind of hit a lot here. Is there anything in particular that we haven't talked about that you guys want to mention, either about the, the – the papers about who covers what, about the the podcast, or in general about Appen that uh, that folks might be interested in. The only thing I, I can think of uh, recently is that we're part of the uh, 2021 cohort for the Texas Tribune's Revenue Lab. Uh, so we're specifically talking about uh, news events um, and trying to create news events and editorial events as, as a product, which is, you know, we've, we've had events before, but they've always been very sales related. And I think it's just another way to kind of get um, the news that we're producing out into the community and engage with people. So that is what I'm excited for, for 2021. Excellent. Sydney, any, any final words? Uh, I'm just, I'm really excited to have joined the Apple media team um, and to be uh, working to give quality, ethical, fact check, local journalism um, to the community that I grew up in. Um, super important and uh, I'm happy to be here. Excellent. And if there were not finer words to, to leave out, I'll, I'll leave it at that. That's great. That's great. Uh, we've been talking with Sydney and Carl with the Appen Media Group. Uh, thank you both for taking some time today. We really appreciate it. And uh, everyone else, join us next week, hopefully, maybe the week after, maybe next week, for another edition of our Four Questions, Journalist Spotlight.